Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Koki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 12. Well, uh, great news out here on the front porch. There is no wind. Uh, Thank you for bearing through the last couple episodes. I know that was distracting at times, that wind pummeling. Uh, What I love is uh, Diane, who has been so great, and she's been somebody who's just listened, and she came up to me even during the break between season one and two and said, hey, when are you coming back? So, She sent me an email this week and she said, listen, I really love listening to your podcast, but that wind is killing me. So um, she sent me a suggestion for this thing that kind of protects your microphone and I bought it. So, Diane, thank you so much uh, for not only being concerned for your own ears, but for those of other people listening who probably won't reach out and go, hey, uh, that was pretty annoying. But anyway. All that to say is tonight, beautiful night here in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Uh, It is frigid. It's 50 degrees. I hate saying that, uh, but if you live in California, it's frigid. If you live in Chicago or Minnesota or somewhere else in the United States, some of the other places (laughs) where people are living, I'm really sorry. But here in Southern California, if you could see me right now, I've got a full on like winter jacket. I've got a hat on like it's it's full full on cold mode here in Southern California. But I am out here ready to rock, really, really excited to dive into the passage that we have today, Psalm 118, verse 8, and it says this, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. I, uh, This passage, uh, as I was studying through uh, the book of Psalms, I think uh, if you've listened, most of season one was really a lot of the Psalms because I was deep diving in there. I think it was like a nine or ten month kind of journey through the Psalms. Uh, This is one of those Psalms that really stood out to me. So I put it in my notes of going like, I really need to think through this one. I need to take some time. And and as I was doing that this week, I I remember this story about uh, when... uh, I was in Arizona. I had uh, I I got into golf. Um, I still love golf. I just don't have a ton of time for it. Uh, it's hard to look at my wife and go, you know what? I want to blow off for four hours on a Saturday. And she's like, dude, you've been gone all week. But anyway, uh, I love golf, and I loved golf in Arizona. And a, and a good friend of mine, he he, uh, I bought some. Mizuno uh, golf clubs off them, blades. So if you know anything about golf clubs, like they're really expensive golf clubs. And so they weren't working for me. I didn't like them. I wanted to get uh, another set of clubs. I was slicing a little bit too much. If you know anything about golf, it's always the golf club's problem. It's never your problem. So these golf clubs were not per- not helping me be a better golfer. And so I thought I'd sell them. So uh, listed them on Craigslist. I got a few people. And then this one guy's like giving me full offer, which was like 600 bucks. It wasn't cheap. It was like 600 bucks. And so... I'm thinking, this is great news, right? I'm going to get top dollar for these clubs. I meet the guy at Starbucks. My wife calls me before I head over there, and so she, she says, listen, listen, <clears throat> don't, do not 
do not take anything less than cash. You need cash. Uh, so take cash. So this guy and I are talking. I pull the clubs out of the back of the trunk. He's like looking at me. He's like, dude, they're in like perfect condition. I was like, thanks. Yeah, I've taken good care of them. Um, he said, look, man, all I've got to check. And we, we had this great conversation. He was telling me that, you know, he was from this certain area where I was from in Chicago. I mean, we had this great connection. I mean, it was like a 15 minute conversation with this guy at Starbucks. I was like, this guy could be my bro. So he's like, I got to check. It's good. I promise. Um, you can go check it right after this. Go check it out. So uh, I'm like, sure, man, just give me a check. So he writes me the check and I give him the golf clubs. I'm like, sweet. So I go to my bank and I, I, I wait in line. I go up to the cashier. I give her the check and she gives it back to me. She goes, um, there's insufficient money. There's no money in this bank account. And I have this, you know, that feeling when you know that you've been taken or you know that you've screwed up big time. I'm like, oh, no. Right. I call my wife and I'm like, I just got taken. I got taken for the clubs. Now, this is a much longer story um, that maybe someday I'll explain. Uh, basically, what happens is I ended up getting the golf clubs back because I may or may not have known somebody who worked for the FBI, and uh, I may or may not have uh, tracked this man down, and I may or may not have called his mother, or I may or may not have had him hand delivered those golf clubs to the church I worked at. Uh, longer story uh, for another day. But all that to say, I did get my golf clubs back. But my wife, I remember her voice going, what were you thinking? People take advantage of people. And I'm kind of one of those people that just believes the best. I believe, listen, every nobody's going to take me. Come on, why would they do that? But the reality is that's what happened to me. And here's the thing. I think it's what's happened to many of you. Many of us, like, has anyone ever disappointed you? I mean, you would be like, yeah. Has anyone really, really hurt you? Have you ever placed your trust in somebody you loved and they broke that trust, right? And it's created this hole in some way in your heart, in your soul. It's maybe made you a, a bit jaded towards humanity, like maybe a little more cautious, this is David's giving us this passage. He's going, listen, it's better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. He's going, listen, there is a real reality that is going on right now. Because when you're taking advantage of, when you're hurt, it's painful, right? It's incredibly painful. And David, who is writing this Psalms, like, look, I get it, right? Like my king. King Saul, who I used to pre play harp for, who I, I, I defeated Goliath, uh, right? I made him a king that, that look, you, you were the king that beat the giant that no one could beat. Like David's thinking like, man, I'm going to be uh, th this guy and I, are, we're going to move forward. I was, the, I, I was the most victorious warrior for him. And yet now I find myself, he's, he's trying to kill me. He got jealous, Right. And then he's thinking like all, maybe all these men that used to be close to me, that maybe even that he called friends are are stalking me down like dogs because they've chosen the side of King Saul. And it's in this moment as he's reflecting that he gets real clarity. 
you know those moments where it seems like it's so chaotic, it's so painful, and then there's like a very clear thought that comes into your head. And this is what David is doing. He's going, listen, men are just going to continue to let us down. But the Lord, he is our refuge. He is my refuge. And I want to tell you today, the Lord is your refuge. What David is saying is, listen, the Lord, he's safe. He's safe. I know for so many of you, it's like, listen, I don't feel safe. I don't feel, I don't feel protected. And, and what David is saying is the Lord is safe. You can take comfort in him. You can take refuge in him. He says he's secure. Like when everything else is shaky, when you're not sure what to do, when your boss is just so unkind, uh, the Lord is your security. He's your refuge. He's dependable. When that friend of yours just continues to say they'll do something, when their yes is their, when their, when their yes is not their yes and their no is not their no, like he's like, it's, it's okay. They're going to disappoint you. Like the Lord will not do that. He's dependable. He's consistent. You know, I sit on this front porch and I watch the sun rise. You know, I'm, I'm recording this right now at night and I'm looking like I, I said last episode at the Big Dipper. And it's just this beautiful reminder of the consistency of God, all of creation. Creation is mimicking this consistent creator. And it's like, don't you need consistency in your life? And when you find that consistency in your life, don't you feel safe? You're like, oh my gosh, it's not all out of control, right? Your life might feel out of control, but I'm just telling you, God is consistent. The Lord is consistent. He's protective. Do you know that the Lord is going before you? Like that, the, the scriptures say he is gone before you. He is not surprised by your tomorrow. He is not surprised by your today. And for you to find comfort in that, like he is not surprised uh, by some of the pain and the hurt that some of you are going through. It's, it's, he's not like, I had no idea that was going to happen. He knows where you're at right now and he's protecting you. Receive his protection. This is what David is experiencing in the midst of the wandering and the hurt and the pain and the disillusionment. He's like, wait a second. Let me remind myself that the Lord is my refuge. How many of you need to hear that today? That even when the world hurts and disappoints you, God never will. God never will. And maybe this is just a moment where you proclaim that out to him. Maybe you just say, thank you. Maybe you say, God, I've not been aware of this, but I need to be aware of this right now. Maybe you just say that out to him right now. I need you to be my refuge because I've just been so hurt, hurt by my parents, hurt by my boss hurt by my friends, hurt by my spouse, hurt by the person that I thought was going to be the one that I was going to marry and they let me down like hurt. And you realize that mankind has disappointed you. And so you look to the heavens and you go, but you're there and you're my refuge and you'll never leave me and you'll never forsake me. If this is the case, And this is the case that God 
will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And he is your, he is your refuge. Then why do we place all our hope and security in humanity? Yet that boss of yours, he, he's not in charge of your destiny. That spouse of yours, they can't fill the hole in your heart that you have. Right? You can't. Only God. So stop putting, let's stop putting all of our chips in humanity and let's start investing in that relationship with God Almighty. That's what the scriptures are trying to do for us. They're trying to refocus, realign us to go, it's all about God. It's all about his plan. He is the beginning and the end, the alpha and the Omega. He knows it all. So I'm going to lean into that. I'm going to trust that. And I'm going to be very aware that humanity is tarnished by sin and will continue to disappoint me. Now, that doesn't mean I have to walk through life jaded. It just means all my hopes and dreams are not found in humanity. They're found in the King of Kings and the, and, and the Lord of Lord and the Lord of Lords. So, Trust the real. Who's the real? God's the real. Trust the real. So even if you get hurt, you don't fall apart. That's the point. The point is when we invest everything in humanity, we fall apart. We, we fall apart. He's like, trust in me. David's going, I'm trusting in you, maker of heaven and earth. So maybe just for a moment, imagine the God of the universe sitting or walking with you right now. I mean, just feel his presence. I just, I want you to know this. He's here. He's not left you. He's not abandoned you. He's here. He's right next to you. Imagine him looking you in the face and saying, I got you. I got you. I got you in the midst of your hurt. I got you in the midst of uh, friends and loved ones and bosses and teachers who have hurt and abandoned you. I got you. We will only feel safe when we learn to take refuge in the Lord. This is just true. It's what David's learning. It's what he's trying to teach us. Like, listen, we will only really ever feel safe, whole, when we learn to take refuge in the Lord. So... Where have you taken refuge that is actually starting to hurt you? And how can you move forward in the health and the understanding that only the Lord can be your refuge? So, Heavenly Father, help us find peace in the shelter you provide for us. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near, near to you. Until next time.